One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f? Are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 upfront for 3 months plus taxes and fees, promo rate for new customers for a limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hi! Hi! Welcome to the Port Charles 411 August Fan of the Month. This has been a heck of a month trying to get schedules pinned down. Um, everyone's getting ready for back to school, back to work a little more normal. And if all they're that possibly stuff. vacationing. Yeah. Trying to get last minute vacations yep. in. It's a little hectic. I would so say. maybe next year we just try to do like all three summer, like in May. That's a good that idea. That way we just load it up. Bam, 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 bam. Perfect. So we just have to stop talking about current storylines. <laughs> or we just preempt it with, hey, by the way, we recorded this back in May. Right, just to keep it going. You know, so this summer we had a lot more availability than I think either you or I probably oh, yeah. would have. Right. Especially trying to coordinate with a third person. So anyway, for August, <laughs> we got to speak with Kaylee, and she's actually a fellow podcaster. Which is awesome. I yeah. like to hear how other people get started and their take on everything. Yep. So we kind of did a little bit of a GH crossover-ish. She has a podcast called The Balanced Life with Kaylee, where she talks about, like, careers, social issues, advocacy, mental health. Yeah, she's all over the place, but in a good way. I like the fact that she, I think I described it as, talks about whatever's going on, but tries to find the silver lining. And that's exactly what it is. So all positive vibes, all, but not sugarcoating. Right. That's it. Yes. Exactly. Yes. So we found out, thanks Instagram. She's also a fellow General Hospital fan. Those were your good stalking skills. (laughs) It was my, yeah. Yep. They can be used for good and not evil. It was a compliment. Exactly. So we hope that you enjoy our chat with Kaylee. Hi, how are y'all? Hey, good. How are you? So I'm Shannon. I'm Amanda. And thanks so much for (laughs) chatting with us. Gotcha. Thank you. Sure. Um, So I can just jump in by telling you how I got into GH. So I actually started watching GH in elementary school with my mom. 
So that's how I got started. I watched a bunch of different soap operas from GH to All My Children to One Life to Live to Young and the Restless to Bold and the Beautiful. Um, right now, I still watch General Hospital, Bold and the Beautiful, Young and the Restless. Um, but I've watched pretty much all of them over the course of my life. Um, and then I know you guys wanted to talk about like favorite storylines. I think for me, my favorite GH wise that really sticks out to me was the Metro Court hostage crisis. Like everybody was involved in that storyline. I love the way it tied all the canvas together. Mm-hmm. And I like the way they work backwards, which you kind of see now being a current theme in all of like primetime and daytime. They always use a little plot thing and flashbacks and things of that nature. And I feel like GH kind of started that and then came mainstream after that. So I kind of get credit for that but yeah I just really love that storyline it introduced Jerry Jacks awesome villain kind of miss him um well he came back he was, that was the recast Jerry Jacks yeah, that wasn't right. the movie, Jerry Jacks mm-hmm. yeah. yeah absolutely yeah since I'm a little younger for me it was my first time like seeing Jerry Jacks on screen so yeah so Jerry um, Jacks was around in the 90s mm-hmm. um, he actually almost married Bobby Spencer yeah but mm-hmm. he was played by a different actor Gotcha. Cool. Yeah, I mean, I just love the recast. I think that he's awesome. Um, I kind of wish they would incorporate him a little bit more on the show now. And we have Nell, who's a villain, but you know, some people can get tired of Nell a little bit here and there. So it would be interesting to infuse new, um, or not new, but just bring in a different villain. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, that I do not want to see what Jerry and Nell would do together. Okay. No. That would be no. Like a good bad pairing, but. Yeah, Jerry was at a new level. Well, especially where Jax is the one who got Nell to give her kidney or got the kidney from Nell to have Jerry kind of like take her side and, you know, go against Jax and Carly. Oh, that would be good. That would be good. Mm-hmm. We just wrote a whole plot here. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Any storylines that you don't like? If you could change something, what would you change? Mm, I mean, overall... Right now, well, not right now, but I hated the storyline, the custody storyline between Nell and Michael. To me, it was just ridiculous. I mean, of course, they ruled what I believe in the correct way, the correct favor of Michael. But to me, it just it was just pointless. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like in no way would a psychopath like Nell ever like be considered for like custody. Um, so, I mean, that was just a little bit ridiculous for me. I wouldn't have done that custody route, but I think it gave us great drama um, with Nina, for instance, her in the courtroom calling out Nell. I think that was great soapy drama that we got from it. I mean, something that I would totally rewrite, I would say really the Michael and Willow story. Um, for me, I think they had chemistry in the beginning, and mm-hmm. I liked them paired together then, but then we got to see them paired with Chase and Sasha, and I kind of preferred those pairings. So yeah. if they were going to eventually put Michael and Willow together, I would have liked that done before, because now I'm not feeling it, and I'm rooting for Willow to get back to Chase. It's the same, <laughs> same, same, yeah. same, same. I talk about it all the time. <laughs> exactly. Like, when they were connecting during the grief program and everything like that was great you know they were going to have each other but then she and chase are just perfect and michael and sasha are great together you know they're both very powerful together and you know chase and willow just want to drink wine together (laughs) they're just so Mm -hmm. cute (laughs) exactly so i definitely would have gone a different route if they were going to end up with michael and willow i would have started that from the beginning and not put her with chase because now it's just you know people aren't feeling it as much (laughs) sometimes yeah so what has made you stick with general hospital this whole time whereas i mean it sounds like you've definitely watched a lot but then you said that you 
only really watch Y&R and GH still? Mm -hmm. Yeah, those are my two ones. I just came back to Bold and Beautiful after about a two-year hiatus because I was tired of the whole Steffi Liam thing. Um, So I kind of went away during when Steffi was pregnant with Liam's baby. Um, So I came back to that recently, but I've stuck with GH and Y&R. And I mean, really, I think... Some people there have their opinions in terms of the core four, Carly, Sunny, Jason, and Sam. But I feel like for me, they're like my main attraction. I would say they have made me stick with the show. But I think it's a great ensemble cast. There's different characters that I've always loved. I definitely love like the younger, maybe, I don't know, seven, eight, nine, ten years ago, Maxie, when she had like her industrial bar piercing in her ear. Um, that like the Maximista when she was with Spinelli era. I think definitely I was a huge fan. Um, I went out and got that same ear piercing after <laughs> I saw her with it. Um, so just different things. There's a lot of great characters that I like um, that made me stick around with it. I totally forgot about that piercing. Mm-hmm. I wonder if she got rid of it when she had her daughter. Because then, oh yeah, that yeah, would that would hurt to have a <laughs> kid on your hip pulling out your ear. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Does your mom still watch the show? Yeah, she does. She still watches, yeah, all three of the ones I watch, yeah. Oh, wow. That's awesome. How long has she been a fan then? Mm-hmm. So my mom was watching like way back when. So Luke and Laura Wedding, she was in the break room at work watching it. So yeah, she's been a fan for like ever nice how does do you know her feelings on the way that the show has changed because like I know my grandma and I used to talk about it all the time before she Mm -hmm. passed away and she's like here's how it used to be here's how it is now and I mean she loved how it evolved but you know there were times where she's like okay so back in the 70s (laughs) this Mm -hmm. is what happened and I feel like we're starting to get there because like we just said about Jerry Jacks you know Mm -hmm. like there was a whole other right Jerry before what you know so have you yeah, been able to um, learn any her, of that stuff from her? Yeah, for her, I mean, she hasn't really had a problem with how it's evolved over time. She just hated certain characters. Like, I'm trying to give Nell a little bit of a chance because I think the actress is dynamic, but she absolutely hates Nell. Um, she told me that if Nell, like, I'm a little bit behind, I'm going to be honest. Okay. So I'm at the part where Nell um, is thinking about kidnapping Wiley, and she was like, you know, she's behind too. So she's like, if that happens, like, I'm not going to watch. Just tell me, you know, what happens with that. So she really hates Nell. I would say that's the biggest thing. Otherwise, she hasn't really had a problem with how it's transitioned over the years. I mean, just general things like as a long term watcher, you see the same storylines kind of over and over again. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, like cussy storylines, who's the daddy, different things of that nature, I guess sometimes can get repetitive for her that she'll disagree with. But other than that, she's cool with how it's been. And I don't know. So I've never really watched any other soap operas, but Amanda has. So like, I don't know, like, are there the legacy characters on other shows the way that General Hospital has like Monica, Scotty, Lucy, you know, Kevin, Laura, all of them. And those are the families that you hear GH talking about now, like the Buchanans and the Chancellors and all that. Those were the main staples of the other two soaps. Gotcha. Yeah. See, they all have their power families that rule the world. Yep. So. Yeah, definitely. Young and the Restless has like Nick and, I mean, sorry, Victor and Nikki, and then Bold and the Beautiful. The Foresters and the Logans kind of have that title, and Bold and the Beautiful has the reigning family. Brooke Logan is like the storyline, the main, like the OG. So, yeah, they all have their core people and legacy characters for sure. Is Liam on Y&R the original Dylan on General Hospital? Is that Scott Clifton? Yeah, he's on Bold and the Beautiful as Liam, yeah. yeah. He was the original Dylan Quartermain. 
Yeah, I do remember that time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to feel too old, but now I'm just like, okay, that was back in the... <laughs> what time was that? Yeah, no worries. Have you gotten to meet any of the cast members or anything? I have not gotten to meet any of them personally. Um, I've spoken with two of them, um, but I've not met any of them. Okay. Are you allowed to say who you spoke with? Um... Not really. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Gotcha. There must be a good story there. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's soapy for sure. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. We just like sure. to hear about other, um, you know, fans' experiences. Like we've gone to see the Stone Cold and the Jackal show when they were yeah, able. Yeah, no, I've never spoken with any of them. Like I, I haven't done any like face-to-face um podcast interviews or anything like that with them but I think it's pretty cool um you mentioned the actor who plays Spinelli and the actor who plays Brad I'm a fan of both of their characters so it's pretty cool that you all got to engage with them yeah they're both really super sweet too and you know we just like to learn a little bit more about their lives and all that fun stuff What do you think's been the most ridiculous storyline, I guess, other than the, I mean, I guess the ridiculous could be the custody, but that's just one that I think everybody would rewrite to at least be only two weeks long, (laughs) you know, and not 10 months. (laughs) The most ridiculous, I would say just off the top of my head was the pickled Lila relish storyline. I would say that's the most ridiculous thing (laughs) that's ever happened as a storyline and how that was a thing. Yeah. That was interesting i wonder if they just say you know what we need something to justify why this is a soap opera so let's just make piccolily a thing like mm-hmm. a competition over it you know it's i like, just can't believe they got the people from the chew in on it like that was just but so it was weird. an abc show doing I, a crossover i know but if i was the people on the chew i would be like no i just i'm sorry i can't help you with that it's just too ridiculous. Sorry. But if they didn't, you know that there would have been another show yeah, offering too that would have been like, sure, get us on General Hospital. Yeah. So. Do you guys yeah. remember the episode where Maxi interviewed Colonel Sanders? Oh my gosh, yes. We yeah. just, we have talked about that so many times. That yeah. was awful. Yes. That was, <laughs> and it was for National Fried Chicken Day, which we then said, so they should have catered Lila's kids and had George Hamilton asked Colonel Sanders come and talk to the kids because and maybe give a little bit of his history because you know Colonel Sanders didn't start cooking chicken until he was in his 60s so teach the kids about perseverance and give the kids chicken you don't need to say that you're friends with Maxie <laughs> and you're going to give them the top secret recipe to give to Lulu who's just going to put on the front of the right. So. right it's no longer a secret <laughs> yeah that was the worst one but no matter what that was the worst storyline yeah Anything else GH related that you can think of that you want to talk about? Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, just it's been interesting, the shows, and this is more like an aesthetic thing, like a little shallow moment, I guess. But just when the shows have come back since the coronavirus hit and they've returned, and you can kind of see like Julian's hair, for instance, it's totally different than it normally is. And Michael's hair has grown out a little bit more. So it's just been interesting just seeing the like changes like that. I think um, Franco, his hair has grown out a little bit. So just seeing them look a little bit different than they normally do and, you know, just more kind of like us, like they aren't as glitz and glam sometimes as they normally are. Yeah. Kind of make them a little bit more relatable. Mm -hmm. And um, 
Steve Burton was talking about that on their podcast. He's like, you know, I, he thought they were going back and they had to match to where we last saw them. And so he got his haircut, did all that. And then he shows up on set and, you know, like you just said, William DeVry has his hair long, you know, all mm-hmm. these people, but he had to shave the side or whatever anyway, cause he was going to be having the brain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Surgery. So surgery. Yeah. yeah. Where do you think that's going to go? Um, so yeah, I'm just seeing now where he's waking up, he finds out that Sam um, signed over proxy to Valentine. Okay. I don't know. I don't know exactly where it's going to go. I'm just, I'm, I said this before. Um, I was just, the whole staging of the accident to me, it was just interesting the way it was done. Like the motorcycle was just so delicately placed against the guardrail and Steve Burton's character was just kind of posed a little dash of black on his face. So I was just like, you know, the staging was interesting. <laughs> yeah. I'm just a little interesting, um, but where it's going to go, I don't know. I was kind of hoping, I mean, they just played on the traumatic brain injury and, a lot of talk about empower returning different things. I was interested in seeing if we would see a reversal and him go back to Jason Quartermain. That's what I had said. Yes. yes. So that was something I would have been kind of interested in that route going that way. I mean, he was unconscious. Everybody was crazy, worrying about what would happen. So I think that could have been an interesting storyline to take it. And I've never seen Jason Quartermain. All I've seen is Jason Morgan. Yeah. So it would have been interesting for me to see that other perspective, that other version of his character, for sure. If you are ever looking to go down a rabbit hole, just go on YouTube. <laughs> what we we just did like a whole episode we did two episodes about Dante right Mm -hmm. and it took us over a month because there were really 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 good playlists that just did basically from start to finish Mm -hmm. Dante and it was like every minute that Dominic Sampronio was on screen was Mm -hmm. right in there that's a lot (laughs) with Jason it's gonna be a hundred times more (laughs) she's gonna be lost for years (laughs) yeah Yeah, I actually like seeing Dominic Sabronia back and like the rugged look. I love, that's my favorite look, this little yeah. ruggedness. Like, I love it. I don't know. I just like the energy that he's he has right now. It just reminds me when he first came to Canvas when he was undercover. Okay. So I'm just, I don't know. I'm feeling him. I'm feeling him again. <laughs> yep. so, yeah. And I had said that Jason's going to go back to being like, he's going to be good. Remember how Jordan said that he would make a good cop? Yes, exactly. So, yeah. Then he'll become a cop and then Dante is gonna become the bad guy because yes, he's like yes. all wired and Brando's gonna be the new enforcer. Yes, that's actually what my mom said, the whole Brando enforcer thing. She definitely said that she could see him taking Jason's place there. So no, yeah. cool, yeah. And I mean it's he's I don't wanna say he's getting too old for the role, but it's like Sonny was a baby when he right. came on and like started everything. Right. You know, it's like Jason should be further up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the ranks now. I don't know how that works. Right. But mm-hmm. it would be nice to see him do something different. Yeah. Yeah, it would. Because, I mean, like you said, it has been 20 something odd years of like the Sonny and Jason mob boss enforcer thing. It would yeah. be nice to shake it up a little bit. Even just like that brief moment where I think Sonny was in the wheelchair and I think maybe Michael took a few meetings on his behalf during that time. It was just interesting seeing like a change in leadership, change in the dynamics of the mob world. So it would be cool to see something like that change again yeah right but i'm glad that michael did not go down that route that he <laughs> yeah chose the different life well maybe dante can just come back and take over for sunny oh there we go sunny can retire i mean they just have baby donna maybe he should stay home and be a dad and not try to get there we go every week so we'll see yeah if he ever gets out of the wsb <laughs> that's true <laughs> they might be left there forever yeah. <laughs> so 
So yeah, if you I had mean, to have dinner with three characters, so not the cast, mm-hmm. but characters, who would it be? Mm-hmm. I would have dinner with Carly. I would have dinner with, I would say pre-Peter Maxi. <laughs> um, okay. I would have dinner with her. Um, and I would have dinner with, hmm, just to bounce it out with the male perspective and just to make it spicy, I would say Julian. So I would say Carly, pre-Peter Maxi and Julian. Okay. I like how you say that, pre-Peter Maxi. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you guys? Oh, my gosh. A sunny, just because I couldn't not write sunny. Mm-hmm. Um... I would have used to have said Sam, but now she's boring. She needs to find something to do with her time that's a little more interesting. I agree. Oh, Epiphany. I would love to sit with Epiphany. (gasps) Oh, Oh that would be a good one. She would be amazing. Mm -hmm. And then a third? Oh, geez. I know yours is going to be Finn. (laughs) I can already tell you who your number one is, because she has a little bit of a crush on Finn. Mm -hmm. Um. Just a bit. Just a bit. <laughs> Maybe Monica to get, like, the old story. Darn it! That was the exact oh, same thing I was going to say. See? Because she knows everything. She's been around forever. Yep. So mine would be Finn. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I do. I just really appreciate him. Um, Liesl. Oh, that, oh, that would be good. I yeah, be. love her. She's, yes. she's a delight. Oh, she didn't come back for the nurses' she fall. She didn't. Oh, sorry, you haven't watched yet. Oh, (laughs) it's okay. I know the nurse's ball is a thing, so no way. Um, you stole my Monica. (laughs) I mean, Lucy, Lucy, Lucy would be fun. Yeah, then you get all the dirt. Yes, or Tracy. We'll go with Lucy because she's on right now. Yeah, Yeah. I like those choices. Thanks. We should all have dinner together with all exactly. That would work. That works. (laughs) So what do you do? Tell us a little bit about you. You know, we know that you have a podcast, which, you know, we'd love to hear a little bit more about, but you know, anything that you want to share? Yeah, sure. I mean, just speaking to the podcast itself. So it was just born out of a place of self-reflection and just a journey throughout my life. Um, It was just born out of feeling silence for my life. So I decided to use my voice and speak up. So I use my podcast as a platform for social issues. I use it as a platform to uplift fellow creatives. I use it as a platform to discuss everyday life, everyday things, including everyday shows like soap operas, like General Hospital, YNR, B&B, things of that nature. Um, So it's a little bit about the story. The show's been going for about two and a half years now. Okay. Um, I'm very proud of it. I'm proud of the way it's branching out. Yeah, that's just a little bit about it and how it came to be. One of my favorites. So I listened to a couple of them. I listened to your true crime episode. Mm-hmm. You did, I think it was in June. I don't know. I can't remember. But you just did one where you, I don't know if you just did it because you all the dates on it were the same for a long time until it came. Yeah, I know. So the backstory on that is I switched platforms. So okay. when I switched platforms, that made like all those episodes have the same day because I'm uploading them to the new system like oh, that okay. same day. I know it's so weird. So I know it's like October or something for a really long time, but the show itself started back in March of 2018. Okay. Oh, what is yeah. your show name? We haven't said that yet. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, the name of the show is Balanced Life with Kaylee. 
you hit the nail right on the head. I mean, you talk about everything, you know, you talk about one of my favorites was you talked about that the Eagles overthrew Michael Jackson for the most albums and that you wish that you could go buy more Michael Jackson albums. I was like, I know me too. Cause I mean, that's, <laughs> it's like yeah, one of those sure. things, you know, no one's allowed to replace like Michael Jackson, Elvis and the Beatles, you know, like they have to maintain those thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the Eagles, the Eagles beat Michael Jackson. For the number that is of sad. Albums, so. I will agree with you that that is sad. Yes. You're way more into music than I am, but I will agree with you. <laughs> Thank you. That was a that was definitely an episode I did like way back. So I like that you're digging. I love that you're digging through. Thank you. I like to go back to the beginning just to find out. Also, I mean, as a podcaster, you know, God, I don't like listening to our old episodes because. But then at the same time, it's like how far we've come, and mm-hmm. you know, really where we've grown. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Like, yeah, you talk about careers. You talk about you know different things in the news, and I like the way that you talk about them. It's not harsh. If, is that the right word that I want to say right now? I feel like it's sincere. She's being honest right, with her yeah. opinions, not sugarcoating I'm things. I'm saying it's not harsh. But not, but it's, right. Yeah, yeah. Not sugarcoating things, but not going completely negative. Because I feel like every situation now is so negative. Yeah. Even yeah, if there is yeah. silver lining, no one lets you find it. And in your podcast, it seems like you're trying to. So I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. It's definitely yeah. uplifting. So I think that if... Do you have a favorite episode? Like if you were going to recommend to someone to try to get them hooked? What's your best episode that you've done, do you feel? That is a good one because that's changed for me. I would say now the episode would be, here's what we not gonna do. And the reason that I really love that episode, it was, I was actually recording that for a future week, but I bumped it up in the schedule because I was very excited about how that episode went. It went in a totally different direction. So that episode was focused on the environment, climate change and advocating for that issue. And I was speaking with someone who works on that on the front lines and just environmental justice. And so I just felt like we had a great conversation, great dialogue. It was supposed to be a 15 to 30 minute conversation that turned into an hour, an hour and 15. And it was just kind of like, let's keep going. It doesn't matter. Like, we don't care. Like, it was just such a great episode for that. I discussed things on my own in different segments of that episode, but just that dialogue that I had and the work that she's doing, I just truly appreciate it. I think that a great conversation. People can really learn from it more about environment and all the issues that are going on and how we can do better, just different things. So I think that would be my favorite, but it's changed. Um, before that, I would have said it was a surviving episode, which I did um, based upon the documentary that aired Surviving R. Kelly and just tackling sexual abuse. So yeah. spoke with the doctor for that and just kind of tackling that from, you know, that perspective of a doctor about what victims and survivors may go through and experience. And then before that, I would say it was an episode where I interviewed a web series creator and just hearing her journey about creating a whole show and just the inspiration behind that. So it's just been a different, like you said, like just looking at how far you've come. So different as it progresses, my journey goes on. There's just different points that I can point to as my favorite episodes. But I would say that one about the environment was probably my favorite most recently. And that just spoke to exactly how diverse we were talking about, like your subject matter, you know, because I love your um, your cover art because it has, you know, this beautiful silhouette, but then it has like the thought bubble. Yeah, and it's like, I designed like, that. That's, oh, I, wow. Did you draw it or did? So I taught myself how to use Adobe. I went to Adobe Illustrator. I taught myself and designed that on myself. <laughs> so that was all self-taught, that design. I did all of it in Adobe Illustrator. That is so cool. That is cool. Because I love, so the thing that I loved was all the words that were in the thought bubble. 
mm-hmm. because that's pretty much everything that most I want to say most women, because I mean, it's been scientifically proven that we actually do think more than guys. Right. Like, I'm not trying to say that, like, to, but <laughs> no male bashing. Everything that you, it explains why, you know, I'm just sitting here watching a movie with my husband and suddenly I say something and he's like, where did that come from? And it's like that thought bubble, because, you know, I'm thinking about the family, this, that, and the other thing, you know, and you, you do a good job of, you know, marrying all that together. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I try to like, you know, not to be like pun intended, but I try to keep a nice balance of things. Um, (laughs) And like the fun fact is I'm a Libra. So that's another reason where the name comes from. And the reason that there's a Libra sign on the logo. Um, But yeah. And I mean, just, I want to tackle just those everyday points of life, just so many different things, because we are multifaceted people. Just even myself, I have a background in various areas, um, background, like academically speaking in political science and pre-law and a little bit of law. I have background in sociology and psychology. So just different perspective, different things. I love incorporating that. You know, I did not, and I know my astrological signs and I did not pick up on that. I just pulled it up because I'm like, wait, how did I, that's the Libra sign. Yeah. That's awesome. I love it. And that's awesome that you made it yourself. That's even better. Yes. Credit for it. Yeah. I mean, besides teaching yourself how to use the program, which is, that's mine. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And it says that you talk about that you positively address the aspects of our everyday, everyday lives, critically address social issues, advocates for mental health, and shine a light on upcoming and established creatives. Mm-hmm. I love it. Thank you. Okay. I'm so glad because the, the way that we got connected was you commented on, I think it was a Jason Thompson. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he said something. I was like, wait, 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 let's talk. Let's talk. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, just for sure. Hearing about how other people, because your podcast, like you do like a bonus episode, like mm-hmm. every couple weeks. Yes. Like, yeah, you talk mm-hmm. about it because it's part of your life. And I was like, wait, 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 I got to see what you're doing. And then I saw mental health and I saw all this. I was like, okay, I need to talk to this girl. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I love him. I mean, I loved him as Patrick Jake, but I also love him on Young and the Restless as Billy. So I would definitely like you guys mentioned who I would like, who I've spoken with, I would love to speak with him one day. Like Mm -hmm. I haven't, but I would love to. So with your background, like what do you do? If you want to share, you don't have to, but like, what do you do full time? You said that you, you, you also work full time. I mean, people Mm -hmm. obviously can make a full time for their podcast, but. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm in talent acquisition. So that's my realm HR, which again, I mean, just like I mentioned, I initially went to college, got a degree in political science, pre-law. I went to law school, but then I was like, yeah, this is not what I want to do with my life. So then I switched and got my master's in sociology, which was my minor in undergrad. So just kind of going back to what I love and doing what I love to do, studying what I love. And then um, like right now I'm enrolled on getting my second master's in psychology. So just just doing things I love and it also helped me in the HR realm. So just, you know. Did you have any questions for us or anything or? So, I mean, I guess I can ask you guys. So how did you get started with watching soap operas? What were the first storylines that you remember seeing? Um, I started off and on, my mom had watched it also. And so we watched same thing, All My Children, One Life to Live, GH. But I don't know why GH kind of just stuck with me. And so back whenever the storyline of Liz getting raped and her unlucky getting together (laughs) and Emily on I was like connected then and I loved Karen and Jagger back in the day because Jagger was very nice to look at so so I've just watched it you know I've missed a year here or there having kids getting involved in life but for the most part yeah it's been since I was like 14 oh my god that's so long (laughs) so yeah 
And I'm kind of the same. I mean, it was just, I know my mom watched it growing up and I know that when Luke and Laura got married, they had just gotten married. My parents mm-hmm. had just got married and they didn't have a TV. And my mom was like, you are getting me a TV because I'm not missing Luke and Laura's wedding. So she mm-hmm. got her TV. And then, you know, just in middle school, a friend of mine's mom would watch it. So we would kind of catch the end of it right after school. And then in high school, I got home in time. <laughs> so I was able to develop my own love. And same thing, you know, back before DVRs, we couldn't necessarily always get the VCR yeah. to work and tape it. So, you know, missed yeah. some episodes here and there. But uh, for the most part, you know, just kind of, I've never, I watched Days like a couple times, but I could never really get into it. So I don't know why I've never tried to get into any other, I don't know. Yeah, I think for me, if I could go back in time, I think some storylines that I would want to see live as as they were happening in real time would be the Luke and Laura wedding. I would have wanted to see the Robin and Stone storyline in real time. As you mentioned, I would like to see the Elizabeth Rage storyline with her getting with Lucky. That's something that I wanted to see in real time. So if I had to say three, like those would be... Just three, just just thinking to myself of you guys just naming things that you've seen and your background. That's what I like that. I think you might have just given us a new question yeah, to ask our younger fans. <laughs> because it happens all the time to us where like we say at the end of our podcast, like we're not perfect. And first of all, like neither of us is 70 years old. So we haven't been watching since 1963. Yeah. That's not the right math. I'm saying right. old enough to remember from 1963 on. Right. You know, so I mean there's there's a ton of stuff that we don't know from before we started watching, you know, mm-hmm. like I would, I would love to go back to day one. <laughs> right. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've watched the first episode, but it's all grainy and everything. You yeah. Know, so no, to see it when it would have aired. And I think awesome. the only one of those that I watched live would have been lucky. And Liz, I knew the Robin and stone, but I wasn't in high school yet. Oh, so I didn't watch it live because I wasn't taping oh, it or was, anything. That was the best. That was the best. Amanda's ever. like a smidge older than I am. So it like throws us off. She's like, what do you mean? I was like, you were <laughs> in high school. I wasn't yet. Yeah. Like two years. Right. Well, it's a big difference. It though. is a big difference at that timing. Yeah. No, yeah. that was a really good storyline. They, I feel like they handle most health crisis really well. But that was a storyline that you could tell they were consulting a ton of people to make sure it played out exactly how it should have. And it was amazing. So let's ask you, being that you are an attorney, or you, you, have, you have a law degree, right? <laughs> I stopped. I did not get the degree. Okay, you did not get the degree, <laughs> but, degree, but you at least did some kind of formal education. Yeah. How far off <laughs> are they? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know where to start with that. <laughs> with all I mean, would, would Alexis really have been given this many times? <laughs> she's she's like, like, no, oh, no, no, <laughs> no, no. She's been disbarred how many times? And it's like, I swear, it's like four times by now, if not yeah. more. It's in- insane. Yeah, no. Is it one been, done? Or is it? In real life, it would have been a wrap for her by now. I don't think she would have had it. <laughs> so many chances no okay yeah <laughs> I have a friend of mine that also works on an ambulance and we're going to talk about that sometime <laughs> like so how far-fetched are we <laughs> yeah no um, I mean and just kind of going with that I mean you just gave me an idea I mean just thinking about the moment where Julian confronted Neil for sleeping with Alexis and saying took advantage and it's like 
speaking like psychologically and from you know, an ethics point of view, they probably should not have slept together. And there is that power dynamic at play there, thinking about like, he has, he's someone that she's poured all of her secrets and everything into, and he just knows so much that he has like that mental advantage. So that would definitely be technically like, yeah, Alexis wanted to be with him. But if you want to speak technically and think about power dynamics, and if you want to think about the profession and ethics, Julian was right in saying that he took advantage of the situation. Absolutely. Except for the personality of Neil, you can see yeah, yeah, yeah. it definitely wasn't. But there has yeah. to be that rule because, right. you know, yes. not everyone's like Neil. You know, yeah. not everyone's, I mean, he's a, he's a teddy bear, you yeah. know. it's Yeah. It, but sometimes, you know, you just wonder because there's been times where they will rattle off a code, blah, 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 blah. And I fact check it. And they're actually <laughs> citing the right code. Like mm-hmm. when Spinelli got caught for the peeping Tom. You know, and the parole officer said, yeah, whatever. And I was like, okay, I need to know. And it was the New York code for peeping Tom. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, they do do their research. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, even with, and it was such a sad storyline, but it was very well done by the show when Nathan died. Just yes. the procedure they went with that, that was pretty true and accurate as well. Yeah. The codes, the things that they would say, yeah, it was pretty accurate as well. That was... It was a storyline that was my favorite just for the acting quality and the way it was written, but it was sad to see him. You're giving me chills because, I mean, that that really was a beautiful ending. Yeah. I I could have done without, but they they did it justice. You know, Mm -hmm. they didn't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's the first time that a cop really got that kind of burial. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the rest of them all come back from the dead, so... Right, they can't do it if they don't have a body. You knew that Nathan was gone. Right. So, hmm. I don't know. I miss Ryan Pavey. Okay, so why don't you like Peter? Or do you just not like Peter and Maxie? Okay, so I don't like Peter <laughs> as a whole. Um, for me, I just, I think the, the origin of it. I don't like the idea of that tie between Anna and Faison. I don't like the storyline of her sleeping with him. And it just, it just rubs me in the wrong way with their history. I don't like it. They don't need that tie, so to speak. Um, the history speaks for itself. Peter, just to me, I don't feel as a character on the canvas has legitimacy. I, I don't like his pairing with Maxie. I mean, just from you know, just his involvement in Nathan's death to just the things that he's, you know, holding Jason captive and just, you know, all the different things like right now that he's doing behind the scenes. I don't like the dumbing down of Anna. I feel like, so I didn't watch Anna back in her (laughs) heyday. So, but from what I've seen when I was first introduced to her, especially when Robin was on and her and Patrick were dating against, you know, each other, Anna would pop in and things. She just, to me, was a strong woman. She was smart. She was tough. She just great instincts so to me just for her to be so off about Peter just doesn't ring true so I think for me I just feel like he's a representation of you know them altering Anna's character and I don't like the back history that they rewrote for that and I just don't like his relationship with Maxie I mean I think for me I'll always want her to be with Spinelli also I think that plays a part um so that could be a little biased there but that's okay. You're allowed to be biased. <laughs> it's almost like they, I feel like they might've missed the point where they really could have just said, okay, she's, or Peter is Alex's. 
That's what I want. That's the, like, that, that should have come out back when we squashed the whole brain mapping right, twin yeah. thing. You know, yep. it was oh my gosh, and let Peter process that because I don't know what he's gonna do when he. I'm sorry. He uh, for me, he has to be Alex. Mm-hmm. Like he cannot be Anna's kid. Like right. for me. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the truth. But, you know, they're also setting him up to be the way that he is because you can't keep doing that type of stuff to somebody and expect them to be okay. (laughs) You know, I mean, he's had the floor pulled out from underneath him more times than anything. Granted, he's done it to himself a few times. Yep. Present time included. (laughs) But I think I want Maxie with Spinelli, so I don't like Peter either, just because they belong together. I liked her with, oh, I wanted her with Chet. Yes. And his brother. Yeah. 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 That was a massively missed opportunity, I feel, mm-hmm. yeah. that they could have had with him. If you could say one thing, what's one thing that you hope for to see in the show in, like, the next, I don't know, three months, one thing you really would hope and like to see? Oh, Gosh, I think I would like some of the older characters back. Like we focused on the young kids. I know during the summertime, which we didn't really get this year, but during the summer, Mm -hmm. it's usually, you know, the teenagers to pull in other kids when they're home from school and stuff. But the older characters do have a lot. I mean, like Lucy being back for nurse's ball and she's getting a little bit more of a deception, but she has a lot of history. Oh, I know what my answer is. (laughs) So I would like to see them bring some of them back and talk about, you know, how the show's progressed and how different storylines have come. Because I feel like the younger kids don't know anything either. Like even within yep. their own families, you know? Right. So yeah, I don't know. Just about that somewhere. Go ahead. You're I so want excited. LNB back. I want LNB back. Oh, that would be good. Yes. LNB records can come back. Original Lois, Rena Sofer. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. What about you? For me, I mean, just kind of branching off something that was said earlier, I would like to see maybe Jason step away as enforcer for a little bit. And I would like to see someone else in his place like Brando, just a big shakeup with the mob world in that sense. And I also would just like to see Cyrus, you know, I think he's already like a major player, but I would just really like to see him give Sonny a true run for his money. Like to the point like, yeah, you know, in the end, Sonny's going to win, but I want it to be to the point where you're like, questioning it even though you know that it's just like so good so written that Cyrus is just such a powerful man that you're questioning if Sonny will be able to win this time Mm -hmm. so do you know who Faith Roscoe is yeah okay we think we Dustin is Faith and Cyrus's son I would love that I don't know if I, I don't know if I was just thinking it, if I said it on a previous episode, like bonus episode I've done, but I want Dustin. I, I don't know if something's happened in the last few episodes. I think I'm seven behind, but I want Dustin to be no, a shady character. Like I want there to be some like shady background to him. So that would be cool. We thought sure. that he was shady when he first came on. And then when Cyrus came, I think that's when I said, I think that he's Dustin's dad. Mm-hmm. And then we did, how did Faith come up? Oh, it was because they were showing like the older episode. Was it because they, no. But you brought up, what if it's the two of them? Didn't they come up whenever we were talking about Sunny? Like we did Sunny's. Oh yeah, we did like a background on. Sunny's background. It was supposed to be, the mob it was supposed background. to be about the 90s mob, but it was really the rise of Sunny Corinthos. But we wound up talking about Faith afterwards and it just somehow came out that, right. And wouldn't it be great? pointed out the other day that Dustin like, Franco's weird art back yeah, in the day. So that would add to him being twisted and messed up. Yep. 
Yep, yep, yep. Mm -hmm. What I do not want to see is anyone else who I have had to accept being gone coming back. Oh my gosh. I could not handle when Jane Elliott came back because I had already made peace with it. Like I had already, I had already cried for it. She, she saw Luke. Mm -hmm. That was it. And then she came back and I'm like, I I cried way too much for you. I can't do it again. I don't have it. Yeah. She was my favorite. Just her one liners and just the wit. Awesome character. Awesome actress. Yeah. I mean, I would love for Luke to come back, but I don't think I can emotionally handle it. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. No, no, it's not. You don't have to worry about it. (laughs) No, no. I also have a personal, so he he left shortly after my grand passed away. So I feel like that's just like really tied to me because I don't think it was a hard period of time. But I think Luke is gone. He is laid to, bye-bye. Not laid to rest like he's dead, but he's No, he's in Amsterdam hanging out. I mean, enough has happened to Lulu and he hasn't come back. Yeah. Yeah. True. That's true. But thank you so much for your time. It was really great to talk to you and hopefully we get to chat again soon. Yeah, for sure. Thank you guys for extending the opportunity to me. I'm excited. And again, thank y'all for being flexible. Of course. No problem. All right. Take care. We'll talk to you soon. You too. Bye y'all. Bye. Bye. She's such a sweetheart. She's such a sweetheart. That was a lot of fun. I love that she gave us a new question to ask. Yes. We just have to make sure to write that down. Mm-hmm. That's all on you. <laughs> well, the good news is, is that people call us out whenever we say we're going to do stuff. And then yeah, our intention is pure, that we really do think we are going to do the next thing. However, something happens on the show, something happens in real life that we're like, oh, that's timely. So we should talk about it. Right. Exactly. We just get excited. Yeah. Like we the- said we wait. To have our conversations until we're doing it in the podcast. And so yeah. sometimes we just kind of get lost in the excitement too. But when characters come back, you ha- we have to talk about them. Because yes. a lot of people, for example, <gasps> Kaylee not knowing. She made me feel so old. I know. <laughs> and it introduced like the Metro Court enter or the Port Charles Hotel. It was the Metro Court. It was the Metro Court. The Metro Court takeover. hostage takeover. And she's talking about Jerry Jacks. Being like, introduced. And I'm like, new. oh, oh no. Like, no. No. Yeah, whenever she said she wanted to see the stone, yeah, see the stone storyline in real light, like real time. I'm like, what? Oh, yeah, you're a baby. I, you I thought that. you knew that I didn't see it live. I did it. I think he died like right before summer break. So I wouldn't have seen it. Okay, again, in my mind, it's one of those things that you have to have seen. I've watched to it. To know Robin and love her the way that you do, you just had to have watched all of that. But so, I've watched it, just right. not live. I understand. I love that question. I understand. Yes. Yes. So yeah, if you would like to be featured as our General Hospital Fan of the Month, just go to pier54podcast.com, fill out the form, and we will be in touch to schedule our own little chat. And then join us on Monday as we talk about this week's shows. Have a good weekend. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Peer 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect, so if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Hold up. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just $60, bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.